Welcome to High Vibes and Grateful Heart, a podcast for women on the rise. When we come back, we'll be in the studio with Joanne Queenie, an executive in the healthcare industry who is here today to talk to us about her own health and wellness journey. morning, Joanne. How are you? I'm good, Jen. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're so excited to have you on the show today. So our listeners typically like to hear from our guests a little bit about themselves and what they do for work. So I have been in the healthcare industry over 40 years, started as a teenager and, and never left. Um, as I was looking to embark on a career, um, I was heads down, just, you know, rising up uh, in competition with men. Um, but over the years, I continued to grow and enhance. And, you know, I started realizing, hey, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. And my current company, it's over 24 years. Uh, but it's a lot of work. It's traveling. It's on a plane. Um, and th I think just over time, uh, you can only go so high. And then something happens and says, where do I go from here? Absolutely. And I think this is a story that we hear a lot from, from women on, on our show and just in our community in general is, you know, when you are in the corporate world, which, you know, I spent many years there myself, um, there is still a glass ceiling, definitely, that we're bumping up against. Um, but I think we're shattering it and, um, and things are changing. Would you agree? I, I do agree. And, and I see it in the corporate world. They're trying to incorporate more balance, uh, work-life balance. I know my company uh, is really encouraging us to take time off, you know, slow down a little bit. But you still have to make your numbers at oh, the end of the day. Absolutely. And then, you know, there's this whole other issue of the, of the last couple of years and the whole mental health crisis that we're dealing with, which I know we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. But the, the landscape's definitely changing. And I'm I'm happy to see corporations responding in the way that they are because people's health and well-being is what it's all about, right? Yeah, when you think about, you know, COVID in in a sense was a little blessing, um, and, and I don't say that mildly, um, it allowed business people who traveled on airplanes every week to sit at home and, and work not 10, 12 hours, 24 hours, your computer was on. But it allowed us to take a step back and think and say, is this is this what I want to do? We had some a little downtime to think about ourselves, um, totally. which was great. Yeah, I think everyone reevaluated what was most important to them during that time, right? Yeah. In terms of the work they do, their relationships. I mean, it was a big shift for a lot of people. So I would agree with you that while it was extremely, um, you know, overwhelming in so many ways, it's it came with it some some good things as well. It I, did. I, I agree, um, for sure. So I'd love to have our listeners hear more about your whole entry into the health and wellness space for yourself. Like, what was that, what was that discovery or that journey like for you? So it's interesting. I, I think I've always been an optimist, positive person, uh, focusing on myself, going to the gym. Um, but it there was a defining moment for me as I was sitting on my couch typing away with my computer, um, and my son, um, who was probably eight or ten at the time, you know, was talking away, and I was just like, yes, 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 yes. And in this quiet little voice, he said, Mom, you're not even looking at me, and you're not even listening to me. And and it struck. Okay. I wasn't. I, I was just in my own world, and 
that was a defining moment that I wasn't looking my kids in the eyes. I wasn't listening. Uh, and I wasn't focusing on them. Um, and that's when I said, I need to stop. I need to slow down. Um, and then where do I go? What do I do? And I realized there's health and wellness centers. I found Canyon Ranch. And, and that was the start of me taking a deep breath. That is such a compelling story. I know you and I have talked about it offline. Um, sometimes we just need a moment like that from somebody that is so important to us to remind us, right, who we are, why we're here, and who we want to be. And that was, I mean, I just, I think that story is wonderful. And now he's, what, 18 or 19 or 20 all yep. these years later. And we're going to talk later about his whole journey as well, which is so great. I, I think um, I just, I... I love I love that that was sort of the wake up call that you share with us. So let's talk a little bit more about how you yourself practice self-care. And so once you started diving into some of these programs, what did that look like for you? So it was interesting when when I started uh, looking at um, how to meditate. It, it was something that people rolled their eyes at, you know, can, can I do this? Um, but I started taking classes, going to meditation at Canyon Ranch, and, and I said, you know, every month I'm going to do something for myself. Um, so I got exposed to soul journeys and spirit walks and listening um, and stop talking and, and start listening and getting into nature. Um, so started doing nature walks, um, and I made a commitment that um, I'm going to continue to go to Canyon Ranch. I'm going to continue to find other avenues. Um, and how do we bring that closer to home? You know, why do I have to drive a few hours to Canyon Ranch? Why do I have to get on a plane and go to Arizona? Everybody needs this. Yeah, and we have nature right here in Massachusetts. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. nobody's aware. I agree with you. I do agree with you. And so how did you come to um, discover the We Breathe Wellness Center? So it was interesting. Um, I was just typing away meditation near me. Uh, and I did that over a course of a few months. And then one time I typed it in and it said, We Breathe Walpole. And I was like, what? That's two towns over. I'm going to go check this out. So I made an appointment with the owner, Jen, uh, and did kind of a chakra balancing and... Sound healing, yeah. Yeah. I was drawn not only to Jen, you, um, but to this whole studio and the concepts and... Um, it made me realize when I was at Canyon Ranch, um, I drew a picture, my vision of bringing um, a center closer to my home. And, you know, as we started getting to know each other and an opportunity came to go to Costa Rica um, to a wellness, we barely knew each other. Um, <laughs> And we started talking, and I'm like, we have the same vision. It's so true. We were on the top of a mountain at a, at a Costa Rica retreat with Maureen Hancock. Thank you, Maureen. And um, it's true. We had talked a few times. You joined the community, but we hadn't spent, you know, more than an hour or two together at a time. And we're sitting there one afternoon, you know, in this beautiful space, you know, surrounding with this energy that was insane. Remember that? It was just like we could feel it. Um, and I just started as I do, sharing all my stuff. And you were like, oh, my gosh. And then you shared your vision. And it, there was just such alignment in it that I think it all began right there on top of a mountain. It, it was it was great because we're so alike, but yet so opposite. Um, you know, you have a gift 
of um, helping people to heal and um, helping them to cleanse and energy work. And um, I think my gift is to help educate and and really let people know that just ordinary people like myself, a mom, single mom, um, businesswoman, um, can tap into uh, what you have to offer. It's so true. And um, and I do love teaching. And, and I think our biggest challenge is I'm so busy kind of making everything happen that I don't have a lot of extra time to get out into the community and share what it is we're doing. So one of the first things that Joanne and I kind of co-created, which I love to do with our members, is this concept of the whole, well, I had this idea for the whole body well-being retreat series. And my thought was, we need to get out into these businesses. And so Joanne and I were talking about that, like, take half day or full day retreat offerings and take that out into the business community, into the corporate world to say, hey, we know you're all dealing with mental health challenges with your employees. You know, they're your most important asset. How can you um, invest in them? And so here are these opportunities where you can bring them here to this center for a half day or a full day, and we can customize this retreat for you. And um, we just started putting the idea out there, and now we're doing these retreats. We had Lululemon here last week. We're talking with a couple of nonprofits. So it's really kind of um, grown into maybe, an ex- I guess, an extension of what we're currently doing for our individual members and, and clients. Now we're looking at doing more group offerings, which has been really cool. Because, you know, we talk a lot about how mental health is impacting all of us as individuals, um, as families, as teams, right? And that we are so um, programmed by society to sort of endure, to push and push and push through life's challenges. When in reality, just like you said, when you learn to pause and and be more mindful and find strategies to recharge yourself, that's when you're really happier, healthier, and more whole, right? Yeah, and I think, um, you know, one of my friends who um, I had brought to Canyon Ranch and actually brought to the center for sound healing, um, you know, she continues to say, Joanne, you've exposed me to the tools that I can use on a daily basis. And um, we need the tools. We need exposure. But what happens is you get these great tools and you you get started and then life happens. Right. Um, and you need to be reminded again. And I think that's why some consistency and exposure, um, people need that in, in their lives to continue the journey. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing is I think people get tripped up on, I can't do that. I can't meditate. I can't quiet my mind. I can't do yoga, right? All these sort of limiting beliefs that we tend to have about ourselves but it's a practice like anything you know being mindful learning to be mindful is not a a switch you can flip you have to learn about it and practice it right like someday I don't know about you but I can have great series of days with um, you know great meditations and feeling really centered and then I might have a morning where I just am not there right does that happen to you it, it, I think in every walks of life, right? Absolutely. Hey, I'm going on a diet. Right. Diet, right? I'm going to work out. Right. Um, and it's self-healing is like one of those exactly. right adventures that you have right. to continually, you're going to fall off. 
but you just got to get back up. Right. And some days might, it just might not be happening and you just have to practice some self-forgiveness, like some, you know, acceptance and be like, okay, um, I'm not there today. I will try again tomorrow. Right. And, um, but it is, it's all, life is a practice, as you say. And I think having people, educating people on why this is even important to them and also this concept of, I, I, th I think about this a lot. We all are so focused on the external world, what's happening around us, how other people are responding, right? But when we can go inward and and have the relationship with our with our inside and find that peace and calm inside, you're less impacted by all the chaos and noise around you. It, do you experience that? I do, and 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 I think about you know I. You know, over the years, I am a, a helper and a giver. And, um, but I realized, you know, at the beginning of my journey, I can't help anybody else unless I help myself. Exactly. Yeah. Put your mask on first. It's yeah. taken on a whole new meaning, but, but it's true, right? We, um, there's so many of us in this field who, who are very similar and you give and give and give until a point of depletion. And then you start to feel resentful. That's not good for anyone. So this concept of, you have to fuel your own tank, right? You have to be protecting and save, uh, you know, setting boundaries and, and nurturing yourself so that you can continue to be this kind, loving, nurturing person to other people. It's a balance. It is. And, you know, we talk a lot about ourselves and individuals and moms and um, how do we get our kids exposed? And my kids have watched me and they hear about We Breathe and they hear about Canyon Ranch and mindfulness and... I, I never thought it was, I don't want to push it on anybody, um, but my kids see it yeah. and they're starting to practice they're setting it without an example. being pushed. Yeah, and they're seeing how it's, how it's helped you. I know we had a conversation with your son at the pool the other day when we were chatting. We were working on a plan, which we're going to talk about next. But I loved how he said, hey, I, I've been doing mindfulness and meditation for the last two years and this is how it's really helped me. I love hearing that. Because when we were 18, we didn't even know what mindfulness was, I don't think. I didn't, for, for sure. So I love seeing that, that shift occurring with our emerging adults. And speaking of emerging adults, <laughs> I think we wanted to spend some time next on the show talking about a very big adventure that we are embarking on. Yes. And, you know, as Jen mentioned, in, in Costa Rica, we're like, you know, how do we create this environment. So sitting in Costa Rica and feeling the energy and people that attended this retreat, we did not know. They came by themselves because they they felt a, a pulling to, hey, I, I need, I need some time. I don't know what it is, what I need, but, but this retreat um, exposed me. So now as we were talking, how do we do this? Uh, <laughs> and we kind of high-fived and said, we're, we're, yeah. we're doing this. You know, I shared with Joanne this sort of concept I had of, I mean, we have this beautiful center in Walpole, which I'm so proud of. And, you know, people can come for an hour or a half day or a full day. But I said, Joanne, I've been wanting to, you know, secure my own piece of land, my own piece of property somewhere in the south coast of Massachusetts, where we can do what we're doing, but on a grander scale where people can come and be in natural surroundings, not in an office building, even though we've made the office building feel very beautiful and serene, but where they can stay like a canyon ranch or a Kropalu, where they can stay for several days at a time and really have immersive experiences. And um, 
And so that's when this, the We Breathe Wellbeing Soul Sanctuary came to be. We decided we were going to work together and build this nonprofit um, organization, a 501c3. And that was in April. And here we are, July 14th, and we are up and running. It's so exciting as we talk about it together, but as I talk about it to my friends and, and people that are part of We Breathe, the excitement from different backgrounds of people that, you know, somebody just moved from New York and, and found us, and she's like, oh my gosh, I want to be part of this. And everybody I think we've talked to feels there's a need to bring this to all levels and our emerging adults. Um, so the excitement and momentum and enthusiasm is just fantastic. It really is. So I'm just going to share with our listeners what our mission is. So our mission at the We Breathe Wellbeing Soul Sanctuary is to provide a safe and nurturing place for individuals who are seeking um, solace, self-discovery, empowerment, and connection. We are empowering and encouraging people of all ages, but particularly these emerging adults that we've been talking about, to become transformational change makers and compassionate leaders of tomorrow. It is our vision to secure this property within the next few months where we can cultivate these immersive retreat experiences in natural surroundings, again, for people of all backgrounds, socioeconomic and cultural backgrounds, to come together, whether they're um, individuals, groups, families, or business teams, so that they can gather with this intention of really combating um, the effects of this global mental health crisis that we've all been experiencing together. And um, we're just really excited about about <laughs> where we're going and, and what we're about to, to embark on. And we have a beautiful board. We've assembled a really impressive group uh, board of directors. I think we have 15 people on the board with really diverse backgrounds, which I love, right? It, it's great to get different um, insights, you yes. know, from people that are part of real estate or somebody that's um, a psychic, right? So we're getting different types of Mental health clinicians, yeah. We have a psych, psych nurse, um, mental health practitioner. Yeah, it's really been, we've been able to assemble, I think, a very balanced group which is excited. And the best thing is they're so enthusiastic about what it is we want to be doing together. Our meetings are really fun, right? <laughs> they are. And, yeah. and as we, you know, continue to meet and think about exposure, right? Right now, it's all about getting the message, right? Absolutely. One, we want this um, sanctuary to, to come to fruition, but people can do things today also. Exactly. Exactly. That's such a good point. Yeah, it will take us time to to, you know, f secure a property and build it out, but the programming and the and the concept we are doing right now, right now in Walpole at the We Breathe Wellness Center where we offer so many different types of of opportunities, yoga, breath work, fitness classes. We even have Qigong, um, an offering Qigong once a week, which is beautiful. We have um, many, many different kinds of workshops and community meetups. And, you know, that's that's another point I think we want to really emphasize here is one of the things we're seeing with our young people today, again, the world has changed greatly, is uh, many of them are experiencing um, isolation, a lack of maybe self worth and particularly a loss in this concept of community because they spent all these years on their phones on their computers stuck at home there wasn't a lot of social interaction at a really important time in their maturity journey 
And so there's this sort of um, dependency on the phone, and that is really not community, right? And so one of the things we're really looking to emphasize is face-to-face interactions with people to reconnect with this concept of community and what that really means and how coming together with some kind of a shared vision and and seeing that you're not so alone and being able to connect with other people who are experiencing similar things is super powerful. Yeah, I I would agree. And as I, you know, talk to my son, my daughter, their friends, you know, I'm starting to see even as they, you know, talk about college, it's it's different than when we went to it college. It is, for sure. Um, we had fun. It was, you know, community. But right now, I think they feel it's it's just a, a to-do. Yeah. Yeah, they're checking a box, yeah. right? Um, and there's also this, this I, I guess, underlying theme that it's important to to talk about, which is this human need to feel like you belong to something, right? Like human beings, we have very basic needs, but one of them is the sense of belonging. And when we don't feel like we belong or we, you know, we allow those sort of self-talk to get up in our heads about, you know, we don't fit in or we're going to be judged if we if we behave in a certain way, this is a real danger that I think our young people are um, facing is this sort of fear of being who they are. So because what if they don't fit in? Or, you know, looking, scrolling on social media and looking at these quote-unquote lives, which are not even real, and comparing themselves and feeling less than. Yeah, and and also um, afraid to be themselves and to speak up and to open out and feel that they're not going to get shamed. Exactly, which is such a big topic, right? Yeah, so the sense of belonging. We want to create a sense of belonging in these retreats, in this environment where people can show up authentically as they are, regardless of their age or their background, and feel like they are accepted and belong in this community we're creating. I think that's a really big part of it. And because you really need to feel that safety before you're going to take in any learnings around mindfulness or meditation or movement, right? Yeah. And and again, it's, um, you know, a lot of the emerging adults, um, they don't know what meditation is. They right. don't know what mindfulness is. Um, I was very happy to hear that in my son's college, um, he's like, oh, I had a course in mindfulness. Yeah, and that was like, so great. Um, so they're they're getting exposed, but again, how do they continue? It's not just a one and done. Exactly. So we will be, I'm just trying to think of what else our listeners might want to know about this. So we're up and running. We're a registered 501c3. We are, we do have a website in development. Um, the URL will be www.webreathewellbeingsoulsanctuary.org. That's a mouthful. <laughs> But um, I think that the um, what we wanted to share is that we are already fundraising. We're looking to um, provide get um, awareness out there so that we can start to get support for the mission, raise the money we need so that we can continue continue to create these beautiful programs here in Walpole, but also in our future location. Um, also, we want to get people involved, yes. and it doesn't mean you have to be part of the board 
or come to all of these sessions, but we'd love to hear your voice. Absolutely. Um, you know, attend a workshop. Uh, we're going to make more opportunities to be interactive, but we want to hear from you. What would you like? That's so true. In fact, we're starting with our first um, kind of focus groups. We're going to bring it together a group of emerging adults. So when we say emerging adults, Joanne, we're saying like 17 to 26-ish that time frame. And um, we're, I think it's August 2nd, we're bringing our first peer group together. And we're going to just listen. We're going to ask questions. And we're going to listen. We're going to learn from them. What have they been experiencing? What strategies do they use? What works? What do they need more of so that we can design programs that will meet the needs of these young people? And we'll probably also, I believe, do some parent focus groups, um, starting with our own community. What are they dealing with as individuals, as families, you know, as part of work teams? We want to learn what people are going through and how we can support them. Yeah, and, and that will allow us to design our retreats. Right. And th the goal is to, we don't want to just offer something to offer. We want to make sure it's a value. Exactly. Maybe we should share just a little bit about our actual vision for this retreat center. So we want to be in natural surroundings. Um, we want to have, you know, land, and we want to have access to water. We have ideas to create a healing arts center, an expressive arts center. We want to have like a music production podcast kind of um, center. We want to have a communal place where people can literally, you know, make meals and share meals together and, and, and just be in one another's energy, right? We want to have outdoor activities. And in the winter, we want to have, you know, a space where we can do things inside. So, you know, we're not asking for much, right? <laughs> but we have a vision for this. And one of the reasons we're looking at the South Coast area of Massachusetts is we want it to be accessible. We don't want ha people to have to get on a plane to go to something like this. So it's, you know, within, uh, within an hour of Boston, Providence, you know, Connecticut, surrounding areas, Rhode Island, but it's still a retreat because it's in a serene setting where you can go and feel disconnected in some way. Well, disconnected from your regular life, reconnected with humans. And make it affordable. Yes. And um, th the goal is that somebody will bring something from that back to their community, to their lives. Um, but in a way, they don't feel that um, it is so expensive that they can't do it exactly. because that should not be a reason to right. not do self-care. It's so true. We, we're part of a movement to really provide education and access to everyone because we all need to be well. Well, this has been fascinating and fun, and I just feel so good about this journey that we're on together. And I appreciate you being here today to talk more about your role in all of that. Well, I appreciate being here. I am excited and, you know, ready to get our hands dirty and, and get going. Let's do this. So everyone, again, if you want to know more about, about the We Breathe Wellness Center and the programs that we're offering currently in Walpole and or this new nonprofit, which is the We Breathe Wellbeing Soul Sanctuary, please reach out to us, Jen, at jengalbrin.com or webreathewellness.com or even contact us at webreathewellbeingsoulsanctuary.org. We look forward to offering all these beautiful services to you and to the community in the days and months to come. Thank you so much for listening.
Until next time, I encourage you to practice high vibes and keep a grateful heart. With love, Jen. Thank you.